Today, on Unexpected Hauntings, we go through a couple of stories about a creepy painting that seems to be staring at them. Intense banging that's waking someone up at 3 a.m. And something living in a movie theater? More coming up for you on today's episode of Unexpected Hauntings. Stay spooky, listeners. Listen if you dare, as we unfold stories of unexplained happenings and phenomena. Write in at unexpectedhaunting739 at gmail.com. This is where the unexpected and ghost stories are brought into reality. This is Unexpected Haunting. That's right, everyone. Welcome back to Unexpected Hauntings. It has been so long and overdue, and I've missed you guys so, so very much. I hope that everyone is doing well, and always make sure to write into unexpectedhauntings739 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories. It would be amazing to share them on here live on this Halloween season. It's going to be a good one, guys. I cannot wait. We got some incredible stories lined up for you. It's going to be amazing. And I hope that everyone has been doing fantastic. I can't tell you how much I've missed you guys. Um, and actually, during this recording, I'm actually in the process of moving I'm going to be moving to the creepy city of Gettysburg with my significant other, my girlfriend, and I cannot wait for that. It's going to be amazing, and hopefully, maybe we can do some recording over in Gettysburg. That would be so cool to be able to do over in Pennsylvania. That would be insane. Well, does anyone have any fun Halloween plans going on? If anyone knows what they're going to be for Halloween or what they're going to do, um, you know, bobbing for apples, trick-or-treating, um, giving out candy, whatever it is, it's going to be a fucking fantastic holiday season. Cannot wait. Um already breaking out the scary movies myself um my favorite of course is got to be halloween the original halloween it is so good that and it is also a tie with the rob zombie cuts of halloween they're a little bit gory a little bit more um out there but i love that aspect that rob zombie throws out there um anyways Make sure to write into unexpectedhauntings739 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories today. That would be amazing, especially for this Halloween season. We can get those spooky stories um, across on the air. That would be insane. And if you would also like to be on Unexpected Hauntings to share your story, please let me know. We can also do a Skype that would be really fun as well. We can get to uh, get to know you a little bit, um, get to have your story 
uh, told, and that is what this is all about. Unexpected Hauntings is all about sharing the phenomena and the paranormal and uh, no judgmental aspects whatsoever. Anyways, let's go ahead and go into our first story of the night, and it is called a My Wife Inherited a Creepy Painting, and it won't stop staring at me. Here we go. Cue the music. Have you ever come across a painting that gives you the chills every time you look at it? You know, the kind, one where the portrait just feels a little off, like you're being watched whenever you walk into the room. Well, my wife brought one of those home a couple days ago and is driving me insane. I guess I should explain a little bit, huh? My mother-in-law passed away a few weeks ago. Sad, right? Not really. My mother-in-law was kind of a... Oh, how do I put this without sounding too harsh? A bitch. A nasty, vile, abusive old hag who deserves every shitty thing the world threw at her. There. I think that does her justice. Anyway, my wife and I... We're cleaning out her mother's attic when she found it. The painting was tucked away in a corner under a filthy yellowing sheet left to rot where it should have stayed. Hey, babe, look at this, Bailey said, tossing aside the dingy moth-eaten fabric. My heart dropped the moment I glanced up. I gulped a dry lump trundling down my throat. The throat depicted a man with bushy brown hair wearing late 1800 style clothing. His piercing stare intertwined with that disapproving frown radiated a sinister aura that sent dread seeping into my bones. Yeah, it, um, it, it, It's cool, I muttered, praying that she'd throw the damned thing into the trash pile. But of course, Bailey had other plans. I like it. Feels nostalgic, don't you think so? I mentally rolled my eyes. I definitely did not think so. Uh, yeah, that's a good word to describe it. It's settled then. I'll put it in the keep pile. Lovely. Awesome. Just what I fucking wanted. After a couple more exhausting hours of sorting through junk, we left with a Kia Soul packed to the brim with antiques. As my luck would have it, the painting sat front and center among the clutter, staring daggers at me whenever I glanced in the rear view mirror. I wanted nothing more than to chuck it out the window going 80 miles per hour, but for the sake of my wife's happiness and to avoid being bitched at for the next week, I refrained. Where do you think we should put this, Roger? 
Bailey asked, setting the painting down on the couch. Roger, you named it? I huffed, placing the absurdly heavy box that I was carrying on the ground. And remind me again, what did we put in there? Cement blocks? Bailey giggled. I smiled warmly back at her. Every time she laughed, a little hit of dopamine surged through my system. Sometimes it felt like my sole purpose in life was to make her do that. Yes. And yes, I figured if he's going to be staying with us, it would be fitting for me to give him a name. Those are my mom's old magazines. You were the only one who said they might be worth something. Oh, yeah. My gaze wandered from my wife to the painting. His cutting stare was both enthralling yet terrifying at the same time. And I hated it. I hated how Bailey talked about it. I hated that it was in our house. Heck, I hated that we pulled it out of the attic in the first place. But what could I do? Mark? Mark, honey, are you okay? You look pale, Bailey said. Her brows knitted together as she placed a hand on my arm. Yeah, fine. I'm just tired. Probably need to, to lie down for a bit. I'll help unpack the rest after I take a nap. All right, just let me know if you need anything. I nodded, trudging up the stairs, and truth be told, I didn't need a nap. I needed to find a way to get rid of that creepy fucking painting, and fast. Okay, I may have told a little white lie right there. I was out like a light the moment my head hit the pillow after a deep slumber. I groggily glanced at my phone five minutes until six, just in time for dinner. I patted myself on the back for not oversleeping my meal, hungrily skipping down the stairs. The tantalizing aroma of meatloaf and mashed potatoes teased my taste buds practically carrying me into the kitchen. Bailey stood with her back to me, long black hair cascading down her shoulders as she retrieved our dinner from the oven. Babe, whatever you cooked, it smells incredible. She turned to me, grinning from ear to ear. Well, aren't you sweet? That nap really did you some good. You weren't wrong, I said, planting a kiss on her cheek. She leaned into me as I wrapped my arms around her. We stayed like that for a moment, my wife purring like a cat before she broke the silence. Dinner's ready. Sit, she ordered gently, removing my hands from her torso. You got it, babe. I whipped around, preparing to claim my seat and froze. No fucking way. She couldn't be serious. I was frozen out of shock or anger. I still don't know. The painting sat at the end of the table in my seat. That wasn't going to fly by me. Nuh-uh. 
Bailey, what is that thing doing in my seat? Oh, Roger. He told me that he wanted to eat with us. My jaw fell to the floor. She had to be joking, right? Rage began to boil inside me, granting me mobility of my limbs. I marched up to the vile thing and snatched it up, trying to hide my discomfort as its icy stare bore into my chest. I'm not giving up my chair to an inanimate object. No way, Jose. Bailey shrugged, looking me dead in the eyes. Suit yourself, but Roger won't be happy with you if you do that. I paused for a moment. If this was a prank, she sure was playing it up. I glanced back at the table. Should I return it? Hell no. It was a painting for fuck's sake. Was I really that gullible? I proceeded to the dining room, itching to set the freaky thing down, and I placed the frame against the wall out of view of the kitchen table. The last thing I needed was Roger glaring at me while I ate. Dinner was marred by an awkward silence. I anxiously masticated my meatloaf and potatoes, all the while wondering if I'd screwed it up. Maybe Bailey was having some sort of mental break. I mean, she didn't have the best relationship with her mom, but she didn't exactly hate her guts either. And I decided that my best course of action was to wait it out. Grief can manifest itself in strange ways. I'm going upstairs. Gonna try and get a little writing done. Can you take care of the dishes? Yeah, I got it. Um, Bailey? She paused one foot on the bottom step, staring at me expectantly. Is everything okay? She sighed, averting her gaze. Yeah, everything's fine. Okay, I'm always here if something's bothering you. You know that you can talk to me about anything, no matter how big or how small. I love you. A grin tugged at the corners of her lip. I know. I love you too. I finished up with the dishes, even going as far as to knock out some of the laundry and sweeping so that Bailey wouldn't have to later on. I returned the broom and dustpan to their place beside the washing machine and began to head back to the living room. I suddenly stopped dead in my tracks. I could feel my eyes burning into my back. I spun around, heart beating a mile a minute. The tension partially dispersed from my system when I saw who the that gaze belonged to. Roger. I exhale I exhaled, placing a hand over my chest. You nearly made me shit myself. You fucking dickhead. What was I doing? Did I really expect that thing to respond? Good. My blood turned to ice. I couldn't believe my ears. Did Roger just speak? No, that's silly. Paintings can't talk. Logically, I knew that. But something told me that my ears weren't deceiving me. 
I scoffed as I walked into the kitchen. Yep, that confirmed it. I was definitely getting rid of that creepy thing. I returned with the sharpest knife from the block. I slashed Roger across the face and stood back to admire my handiwork. I knew that I'd probably get an earful in the morning, but I'd gladly take that over having to meet this thing's soul-sucking gaze for another second. The canvas flapped as I hoisted up the frame and began carrying it outside, and I threw the abomination onto the curb and smirked as I sauntered back inside the house. Problem solved, or so I thought. I awoke the next morning with a lingering sense of satisfaction. It was a Saturday, and I get to spend the entire day lounging around with my wife. Nothing better than a day to relax, am I right? Morning, babe, I said, pouring myself a cup of joe. Someone's in a chipper mood today. You got that right. A whole day to do nothing but spend time with my best friend? Count me in. Bailey chuckled as a smile began inching across my face. You're a doofus, she said, lightly socking me in the arm. Ow, that hurt. I quipped, rubbing my deltoid like she'd done some real damage. Oh, stop. You're never serious. I am when it comes to you, I said, kissing her cheek. Okay, okay, I'll take your word for it. Now go get the paper, lover boy. Yes, ma'am, on it, I said, saluting her as I turned to walk out the door. I suddenly skidded to a stop. Dread swallowed me like a python. Roger's cold, dead eyes stared back at me from the dining room wall. The painting had somehow been mended as if I'd never damaged it at all. I could feel the color drain from my face. That shouldn't be possible. I couldn't believe my eyes. Um, uh, babe? Why is the painting hanging on the wall? Bailey's brows furrowed. What painting? Oh, you mean Roger. He told me that he wanted to be more elevated. You didn't seriously expect me to just leave him on the floor now, did you? No, I expected the fucking thing to be crushed by the trash compactor and buried in some distant landfill under the mile of garbage. Yeah, you're right. Silly me. Roger ruined the whole rest of my day. Just his presence was enough to unsettle me. Even from all the way across the house, I tried my best to focus on enjoying my alone time with my, my wife, but that monstrosity made it impossible. Something had to be done. Babe, aren't you coming to bed? It's getting late. Bailey said, peeking her head around the corner of the stairway. Yeah, just give me a few more minutes. There's something that I need to take care of. Whatever. See you up there. She disappeared back around the corner. I rose to my feet once I heard the door to our room click shut. It was now or never. I hope you like barbecues, I said aggressively, yanking the painting from its spot. Don't. 
A deep, menacing voice assaulted my ears. Okay, I definitely didn't make that up. A nauseating cocktail of fear and perseverance coalesced in my stomach. I glowered at Roger, our gazes connecting. Shut up, one. I'm not going to take shit from a fucking painting of my house. Two, I hate you. I've hated you from the moment Bailey found you in the filthy spider-infested attic. I swear that I will do everything in my power to cut you out of our lives, and I mean that. I awaited a response, but received none. I continued on to the shed, breaking our staring match and snatched a can of gasoline. I marched up to the burn barrel that I bought the previous winter, and I stuffed Roger inside. A devious grin blossomed on my face as I doused the painting of and painting and gas, and this had to work. It just had to. I flicked my lighter and ignited a piece of newspaper. I tossed it into the barrel and watched as flames erupted from within, sending smoke billowing high into the warm summer air. There was something almost relaxing about the whole experience. After around 45 minutes, I soaked the remaining embers and gathered up the wet ash. I dumped the gloppy, sooty rem remnants into a glass jar and sealed it tight, securely locking it inside the shed. I wasn't taking any chances. Once I was done, I wearily trugged upstairs, riding a reeling. Your house of evil entities is no walk in the park, let me tell you. I shed my clothes and collapsed into the bed beside my sleeping wife. My heart overflowed with adoration upon seeing her. I snuggled up close to her and shut my eyes, wondering what I did to deserve such an amazing woman as I drifted off to sleep. I awoke to an empty bed. Bailey was nowhere in sight, but that wasn't unusual. She was always an early bird. I groggily rubbed my eyes, shuffling down the stairs. That was strange. I didn't smell any food cooking. Bailey usually always had something good prepared when I woke up. I quickened my pace, and rounding the corner, she wasn't there. But Bailey, I called out. No response. I quickly whipped out my phone. Maybe she texted me. Zero new messages. I began to panic. Bailey always told me when she left the house, even if it was just to go check the mail. I frantically searched the whole downstairs for any sign of her. I rushed into the dining room and stopped. A cold sweat broke across my body and my head starting to spin. Hanging on the wall right where Bailey had placed it was the painting but something was missing or something was wrong Roger was missing I trembled as I stepped closer to inspect the empty backdrop and that's when I noticed it a piece of paper was neatly tucked into the painting's frame my hands shook violently as I picked it up and read 
what was written on it. I told you not to do that. I have a sinking feeling that Roger has taken my wife. And I'm terrified because I think he's coming for me next. What an incredible story that was. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That was an insane story posted by Hoarder Junkie over on Reddit. Wow. What an insane story. Creepy paintings. So, yeah, I'm not going to be looking at, at paintings the same way. <laughs> not at all. I mean, damn. That's pretty fucking disturbing to say the least you know i mean the thomas kincaid paintings gives gives me a whole new meaning on the thomas kincaid paintings i'm just saying um (laughs) this is an insane story i loved reading this story from the beginning to the end was just spot on so good one of the best stories i have read this year i'm just saying um very very insane of course this is definitely a story we do um you know of course stories and we do um of course real life stories that happened as well if you'd like to write in unexpected hauntings 739 at gmail.com we'd absolutely love to hear from you that would be awesome that would be really, really cool. Um, and makes me wonder where the fuck is the person the person's wife? Where did she disappear off to? Did she go into a painting? Who knows? Could be like a Doctor Who story <laughs> where she is stuck into a painting. He turns around and she is in the painting next to Roger. I don't know. Is Roger a pimp? Who knows? Maybe they will do another um, another story pertaining to this. Roger the pimp. I like that. <laughs> Roger the pimp. And, you know, I mean, maybe... Um, <laughs> um, you know, maybe... Let's see... Maybe, you know, you'll, you'll probably hear some DMX. Who knows? Um, just, you know, with partying it up. Partying up, you know? Maybe, you, maybe you'll hear this in the background with Roger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a pimp. That's right. Hey. Dude, that's what you do when you fuck with a painting. Nah, but all seriousness aside, though, um, you know, it you know, it just goes to show don't fuck with anything that you don't have any, you know, idea of what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, we were playing around with the different things here. Um and um, I hope you guys are enjoying it so far. I've missed you guys so fucking much. 
and um, I'm hoping that we could do more podcast things here. Um, let's go into a second story. This is through the paranormal section of Reddit by Mad Dog Dead. Mad Dog Dead. That's a crazy, crazy cool name, right? Um, but um, we're going to go straight into this story, and it is talking about intense banging on walls. It is insane. Uh, I had to take a little bit of a beverage there. Wet the whistle, as you will. And um, here we go. This seems like an interesting story. The other two stories are going to be a little bit shorter. We're probably going to start doing that in our podcast to where we'll have one long story. And then following it, we'll have two shorter stories. So here we go. Without further ado, this story is called I Woke Up at 3 a.m. to Intense Banging on My Walls. Here we go. I've always believed in ghosts and all things paranormal, considering many minor encounters I've had as I grown up. But this one was the most daunting and chilling experience I've had so far. It happened maybe two years ago. Now, when I was around 15 or 16 years old, I was staying at my mom's where me and the rest of my family occasionally had unexplained experiences from witnessing objects moving on their own to our broken microwave turning on without any of our influence. Needless to say, we were all sure there had been a ghost in our house. Fast forward to the night of my experience, I woke up at 3 a.m. and sat up almost immediately to face my wall. Under normal circumstances, if I wake up at 3 a.m., I try to huddle under my blankets and fall back asleep. However, this time, almost half asleep, I aimlessly stared at the wall where my window had been. Even more strange, my two dogs were also silently facing and staring at the same wall. Suddenly there was loud banging against the wall and I was frozen in fear. The banging seemed to last for a whole minute before ceasing. The strangest part is that my dogs who bark at anything and everything were silent the entire time. But it was so vivid I was sure I couldn't have imagined it. I was stunned and quickly got up and ran to my mom's room crying and telling them someone was banging on my wall from the backyard, as I assumed was the case back then. They got up and checked the backyard only to come back and report that nothing was there. I wondered how that could be. Still shaken, I called my two friends at I was sure would still be awake at this hour. Sure enough, they were, and answered my call. I told them what happened, and they mentioned that to my sister, who was asleep in the room next to mine. 
called them a couple of hours earlier explaining that she was hearing footsteps and knocking from in my room. I was even more shaken after hearing this. For the rest of the night, After waking my sister up, she talked about what we heard and watched a movie to calm our nerves. The next morning, my mom, who has always been in touch with ghosts and spirits, said she also heard noises and had nightmares all night. We found nothing to explain the loud banging as it was not windy the entire night and everyone else was asleep. We've had only minor experiences since the experience, such as my unplugged PlayStation beeping on its own to seeing figures in the corner of our eyes and unknown faces through the cracks of doors. Thank you for reading. I hope you found it as spooky as I did. All right, so intense banging on the walls, eh? And also, more evidence, his sister heard footsteps and banging as well coming from his room. So that's wild. He's hearing banging on his wall that is towards his sister. His sister is hearing banging that is coming from um, from her wall that is to her brother. So, something hiding in the walls or rodents, I don't really know how to put that. I'm not quite sure. Um, That sounds pretty fucking insane. Um, And I would like to know more about this house. How old is this house? Um, You know, where, where is this house located? Is it on a Indian burial ground? Um, is it possibly on the, um, unmarked, um, graveyard, some things like that, something, something crazy like that. I mean, it, that could definitely stir up spirits. Um, and, um, yeah, I would definitely love to learn and know more about this, but, um, that's pretty insane. Unplugged shit going off. Hell no. <laughs> that is wild that is just unfathomable thinking about all of that and just unplugged objects turning on on their on themselves i mean hey i guess you know playstation i guess you know um with the playstation things you know i guess you could say that spyro or um crash bandicoot never dies right they're like play me play me motherfucker play me <laughs> that thing is just beeping beeping for you to play it so just play some playstation and see what happens i don't know maybe maybe the playstation hasn't had its fill <laughs> i don't know i don't know make sure to write into us unexpected hauntings 739 at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you that's right you the listeners that would be fantastic.
That'd be amazing. All right, guys, we're going to go into our last story of the night, and it is entitled Something is Living in the Movie Theater in My Hometown. Now, this, you don't really get that often. It's a very interesting one. Something that is living in a movie theater. Here we go. Let's get into this story. There was really... There was never really anything creepy about the theater in my hometown. It wasn't an old building or in a weird area. It's a big theater chain and heartbreak never felt so good in a place like that. The new Haunted Mansion movie was on my radar and I was ready to get in the Halloween spirit. I looked at the show times and saw the 8 p.m. showing on a Wednesday was empty. I got the best seats in the biggest theater and couldn't wait to shove popcorn in my mouth. That's exactly what I did too and washed it all down with a giant grape Fanta. After the movie was over, I shook the popcorn remnants off my shirt and started heading down the stairs to the exit. This theater had a long hallway to get to the exit if you walk down the right side as soon as i cut the corner i saw what looked like a man digging through the trash cans at the end of the hall it startled me so much that i dropped my popcorn bucket i bent over to pick it up and when i looked back up there was nothing there no way i'm letting a pg-13 movie scare me like that I laughed it off, dumped my trash in the trash can, and walked out into the hallway of theater doors and bathrooms. And of course, after chugging a giant cup of soda, I had to make a stop before I left. After I washed my hands, I checked my pockets and noticed that my keys must have fell out of my pocket during the movie. Great! As I exited the restroom and turned towards the doors to my theater, I saw the doors closing. Usually, the morning crew cleans up late night shows. I wasn't sure, but I needed my keys, so I had to go in there. I approached the door and looked into the window, and it looked clear. I made my way into the theater and walked down the hallway. Thankfully, the lights were still on and the credits were still rolling. As I rounded the corner to walk up the stairs to my seat, I saw him, or it, I'm not sure. He was in the top row, slowly walking and looking for something. Its head was an odd shape, almost like a goat, long and sharp. It had long arms and a hunchback. I stood in fear for what felt like forever. The thing got to the end of the row and turned down the stairs. It turned towards me and looked directly at me and stopped. Food. It spoke in a low-pitched growl. 
No, I already put my food in the trash bins. I left my keys. The word stumbled out of my mouth. It didn't respond. It stood there for a few more seconds and continued walking down the aisles. I wasn't sure what to do. But I know I needed my keys. I slowly started walking up the stairs towards where my keys were. And it was two rows above that. But my fear wouldn't let me move any faster. When I reached my row, he was nearing the end of the second row above me. And the closer I got, the more I could hear it breathing. It was struggling to breathe, but it was always in the same rhythm every time. Once I got to my seat, I turned on my phone flashing my phone flashlight and started digging in the recliner seats for the keys, but I could but I couldn't and didn't see them. I was in such a hurry, I dropped my phone on the floor. I picked it up as fast as I could, and when I looked up, it was at the end of my row. It was moving, and I couldn't hear it breathing. Food! It wasn't a question that time. It was a statement in the moment I decided I could just get my car in the morning and get a ride home. Before I could turn around and run, it got down on all fours and started moving quickly towards me. I took off as fast as I could, but as soon as I got to the end of the row, the lights in the theater shut off. It was pitch black. I didn't stop running. I stumbled down the stairs on my phone with my phone flashlight as it turned towards the hallway. I miscalculated my step and ran directly into the wall and dropped my phone. I gathered myself as quickly as I could and tried to find my phone, but I couldn't see anything. It was nothing but darkness. I could hear the creature breathing. But it didn't sound close. After looking around a bit, I saw the red exit sign for the side exit. But I couldn't leave without the keys and my phone. There was a dim light under one of the seats of the first row. It was my phone. I fished it out with two fingers and held the light up looking for the creature. Nothing. No more breathing and no sign of it. I decided to make my way back towards where I was sitting to find the keys. I found them behind the seat. I looked down towards the exit sign and there it was drenched in red light watching me i had no choice but to make my way towards the long hall i decided to go slow so i could keep my eyes on the thing i made it to the bottom of the stairs and it was still locked on me as i took the last step it got on all fours again and its voice boomed through the theater. Food! I took towards the main entrance and managed to get through the doors before the creature could get to me. I bolted through the exit and got into my car and peeled out of the parking lot. I was in shock. I needed to catch my breath, so I parked across the street. The employees were locking the doors and leaving for the night. As they were leaving, I saw the movement for through the windows in the lobby, it was the creature. It was looking for food. 
It stopped moving completely. It was looking at me. I put the car in drive and made my way home. I don't know what that was. I'm not sure I want to know. I have tickets for a late night showing next week, but I don't think I'll go. My late night shows are over. All right. Well, I'm not sure what that was, but um, <laughs> I would definitely, um, definitely stay clear of that theater. Um, <laughs> that seems crazy. And it's calling for food. So that makes me wonder, were there other people that it chased and it consumed? Who knows? Um, it could have, it, you know, could have very well been that, um, you know, and uh, I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot of questions there, right? Where did it come from? Where was it hiding? Um, you know, um, it kind of, kind of reminds me of the, uh, the yelling goat, <laughs> um, you know, um, but, uh, you know, the yelling goat from the, um, uh, the Taylor Swift songs, Taylor Swift song, right? <laughs> um, but it sounds like it was some type of goat type hunchback. Um, it's what it sounded like in the description, um, which is very, very interesting. This was five days ago, uh, by Phantom, Phantom Oyo. Thank you so very much for sharing that on Reddit. That was an amazing, amazing story. And I believe this was, uh, referencing to the new Haunted Mansion movie. I've not seen it yet. It is supposed to go on Disney Plus here, um, in the beginning week of October. So, uh, as soon as this airs, not that long until the new haunted mansion comes out. I'm going to have to definitely, um, watch that. Of course, you know, that's going to be really hard to beat the OG haunted mansion that had Eddie Murphy in it. That was really, really good. Um, you know, and uh, if you if you've seen it, um, then yeah, definitely let us know how it was if you'd like. Um, but um, yes, please write into unexpected hauntings seven three nine at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. That would be amazing. Get all of those spooky and paranormal experiences slash ghost stories that you have. Um, send us in your stories on our Gmail. That would be amazing. And like we said earlier, if you'd like to do a Skype call, uh, we, we could also do a recording that way as well. If you'd like to be in on the radio podcast, um, that would be phenomenal. That would be really, 
really amazing. But I hope that you enjoyed our first episode of the new Halloween season. Um, and um, I hope to hear from you guys, write a review, and um, always, always go ahead and check on the um Give us a five-star rating. That would be amazing. That would help us out tremendously on Spotify, Apple Podcast, any of those podcasting services. That would be phenomenal. I hope to hear you guys from the... I hope to hear back from you guys. Sorry. <laughs> and the reviews. And um, until next time, stay spooky, listeners.